We always do our best to make Gems from Gens a place of freedom to speak freely and express personal beliefs and opinions. Viewpoints held by members or guests are not always representative of everyone present in each episode. Our aim is to do everything in love and understanding. While this is a place of freedom, we will not tolerate intentional, disrespectful behavior or aimless discriminatory practices. With love, Gems from Gens. Yo, 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 welcome back to Gems from Gems Podcast. You already know what it is, your newfound safe haven, safe space for freedom of thought, freedom of opinion, freedom of speech. Season two. Yes, sir. Season two. You already know the vibes, man. Um, I know it's been a long time coming. Uh, we apologize in advance if it felt that long, of course. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we still different individuals with different lives and different things going on outside of the podcast you know dreams and aspirations and stuff like that that we are out here actualizing um so you know it's it's a little challenging sometimes getting on the same schedule but we making it work and we gonna make it work but like i said season two we back baby um we gonna get this thing popping off like i said it's gonna be bigger and better if you are new here and you haven't already checked out season one please go do so check out season one that'll kind of give you a, a feel of like who we are what we talk about and what the pod is about uh you can also go on all platforms and read our little bio or our uh podcast and not our podcast synopsis uh of course so you can just kind of get an understanding of what we are uh, but I've, I've said enough um follow us on instagram if you haven't already at gems from gens that's g-e-m-z from g-e-n-z again at gems from gens and uh that's g-e-m-z from g-e-n-z anyway let's get it let's get it uh to my team how y'all doing how y'all doing? Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and jump in there because I know y'all gonna ask me. I'm doing good, you know, just out here trying to actualize these dreams. You feel me? But uh, yeah, how y'all doing, team? Well, I'm personally doing all right. I can't complain. Um, still doing art or whatever. I've been having some meetings uh, at the place that I go to, um, and just trying to get ready for my end of the program uh, exhibition show. So that's what I've been kind of thinking about lately. Um, but other than that, yeah. Uh, what about you, ladies? Uh, I'm trying to get fluid out. All right, go ahead, Jeremiah. I'm good. Um, I had COVID a few weeks ago, um, but I still be acting like I got it because I stay in the house now. We try to move, and yeah, um, I'm in my last semester of college of undergrad. Let me say that. I'm, I'm congested. I don't know if you can hear me, but like, like I had COVID. I just, my nose just won't stop or let me breathe. Like, I got, I feel already 100% well. Then it came back and I had like a congested nose. But yeah, so yeah. What about you, Kiana? Um, I'm kind of sad that my joke went over you guys' head, but I'm all good, according to that. What did you say? I missed it. <laughs> he was say? like, his, his uh, exhibition. I was like, I'm trying to get flued out. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I definitely missed that. I, I know it's flown. You guys have to tell me now. I'm just copying the city girls. So anyways, um, I mean, I'm in good. I'm, I'm back in college. Um, I've been out of college for about two years since the pandemic. So it's, it's definitely new to be back in. I'm full time technically. So I feel like I'm just one step closer to being where I want to be feeling more accomplished because, you know, I have this, you know, in this day and age, we feel like we need to do more all the time, all the time. So. I'm definitely dealing with that. But other than that, um, I'm all good. Can't complain, like Terrell said. Um, so uh, today we're actually going to be discussing uh, satanic panic. So to you guys who don't know what that is, basically, um, 
the satanic panic is a moral panic consisting of over 12,000 unsubstantiated cases of satanic ritual abuse starting starting in the United States um, in the 80s, but it did spread out to most of the world um, by the late 1990s. And it actually still persists today. So I want to know, like, what do you guys um, think about satanic panic overall? Uh, overall, because um, we had discussed this earlier before we had came right. Um, overall, in my opinion, I, I, I think the fear is legit because it's a very, very real thing. Um, and these people that have existed in these cults before, they do do and have done very, very evil things. So again, I think it's a legit fear. But again, I feel like for me, the key word is panic. And when people panic, they don't, they don't operate right. It's like, it's like they, <laughs> they lose gears in their head and they start accusing people of things. And it's just, it's just a lot going on. Um, which brings us into the topic of the, the Salem witch trials. Um, cause that's, that, I think that's one, one of the very good examples where you have these group of people that are being accused of something evil, i.e. witchcraft. Um, and then you have them being wrongly convicted and then they, they kill them, you know, and they didn't have mm. any physical proof, no evidence, no nothing of them doing these things. Um, so that's exactly what it is. It's a panic. Um, and that, and I think a lot of the big misconception that a lot of people have today is that it's not still going on. Um, but it really didn't give rise until about, I would say the seventies and kind of died down in the nineties, but it's still lingering. Like, like, like the, the fruits are still here. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I think about it overall. Okay. ASAP? Um, you know, I can I can definitely agree with a lot that Terrell said. Um, I think I think that, you know, I know that the parents during that time, and of course I know he said that it's still around one hundred percent, but um just like specifically talking about like when the idea of satanic panic first came out, like I think the parents that were alarmed and um quote unquote panicky, I think they had a valid reason to be so. Like I like uh, like if you would like really think about it like you 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 look at the different influences in the world and how it changes your kid you know you know for some of them they'd had it was legit kids and you know but then also teenagers but if you look as a parent if you look at how it changed your kids and you start to feel like your kids are getting influenced by these things you know by uh you know the satanic powers and stuff like that i feel like that is a definitely legit reason as of to why you know the the satanic situation is even associated with the panic i feel like it is justified but I also feel like, like, um, you know, uh, something Terrell said a while ago, he was like, you know, when people, it's the thing is like, it's a panic. So when people panic, it, 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 you know, they do crazy things. So it doesn't always necessarily mean that just because a person panicked that it's justified or they're right. So, um, that's kind of how I look at it. Like overall. Okay. Jemiah, what do you think? I personally, I think satanic panic is something that's more so just like a mindset, like the fear. I feel like. It's based in fear. I think it does have some like root, some bearings that are like they have like a logical and realistic implication. So like the idea that that their children were that their environment, their children were subjecting themselves to was causing them to become something else. Yes. But I also feel like it was based in fear in order to encourage something else. Do you understand what I mean? Mm. 
Mm. So, like, even now, like, with the pandemic, y'all think back to it, like, it was a lot of fear surrounding things we cannot control with the pandemic. And I think that was also present then because when something that we don't know about, we're not really well versed in, and the resources are not always trustworthy, that's something that you fear because you don't know how to control it. I think when we lose control, we lose we lose the the safety net of, and the security of who we are as individuals. So, like, yeah, overall, I just think it was based in fear. I feel like it was um, because it was just so unknown. That's good. Okay. Okay. Um, I do want to bring it back to what Terrell said um, earlier about the Salem witch trials. Um, I think that's always an interesting conversation because it's always brought up even what, 400, 500 years later after it happened or whatever. Um, so, like, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys know about what happened with Seven Witch Trials? Do you know about um, how it started, how it ended, anything like that? I, I actually, like, I've heard about it, but I personally don't know. So if you can just kind of, like, give us, like, a brief synopsis of what it is for people that may not know, that'll be dope. Okay. I actually want to hear Terrell's thoughts first. Like, Terrell, do you know about the, the Seven Witch Trials, like, the uh, ins and outs? Uh, what you mean by ins and outs? <laughs> you know, just, um, well, maybe like a basic overview. Um, cool. It's been a little minute since I talked about it or really even thought about it. But, um, uh, from my understanding, when I learned in school, um, it was basically just these, I think it was Protestants. Was it Protestants? Puritans. Puritans. That's, that's the word. Puritans. Um, these Puritans, you know, they 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 situated themselves in this land or whatever. Um, everything chill at first up until um all of a sudden some little girl, I forgot her name, I wanna say it was Abigail, um, and then she ended up suddenly just accusing folks of witchcraft, right? And that ends up turning into this whole whirlwind of mess and whatever and turns out honey she was faking the whole thing like she was just a terrible person she was a terrible girl and turns out the only reason why she did all that is because she didn't like um what was his name she liked it somebody named some, she liked it somebody and then basically she accused his wife of witchcraft because she wanted him uh or at least that's what I was taught and then then we had saw the movie too so that's what that's what happened in the movie. So I mean, hell. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's what I know about it. And then also, like, if you like if they caught like a woman dancing in the woods or some shit like that, then she was automatically a witch, you know. A whole bunch yeah. of crazy shit. Why would she be doing that? You said dancing in the woods. <laughs> yeah, 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 dancing in the woods. Like if you if 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 people saw like a group of women like dancing in the woods around a fire or something, they saw that as witchcraft. Very odd, but shoot, a lot of people back then was very accusatory and I don't even know. I don't know what their issue was, but yeah, if you if a woman was dancing in the woods, she was a witch. If you was left-handed, you was a witch. Because it was like people that went against the norm. Um, Basically. And like, the dancing is ritualistic. And like, think about it. You in the woods, how you gonna have light, especially in that time and day? So they had fires. So you dancing from a fire, it look odd. And I guess people weren't open-minded. Or, and especially they have a, a scare of something that they can't control in their society. That's mm-hmm. the first thing they do is deem you as somebody that they know that we can associate with because you're doing things that are against the norm. They did it some of them just did it to steal people's property because once you became deemed as a witch or evil or a sorcerer or some type, they could steal your property and do things like that. 
but like sometimes it was political. Some people actually did believe it. But Abigail, like they should never put their hands and put the put the lives of so many people into a child's in, in within a child. Like no, and I know child children can lead, but nah. <laughs> so that was actually very good, Terrell. You were actually right. Except there was another girl named Elizabeth. That sounds familiar. Yeah, another girl named Elizabeth, and it began with them. They started having these weird fits. Like, they were, like, uncontrollable. They were screaming and crying, saying that they were being hurt. And they said they had a vision of some woman that said that she was, like, a witch or something. And she was trying to get them. <laughs> and so they started, like, claiming this woman who was out to get them. She was doing witchcraft. And it kind of went from there. But people are now saying that they think either the girls were so terribly bored because their lives were very sheltered. So they started making up these lies to in- entertain themselves. or that they were actually, um, they were eating, I guess, some spoiled rye or something. And it caused them to, like, um, have some type of illness. And that's why they were, like, contorting and having fits and stuff. So that's what people think now. But yeah, I, think, I think that, um, I think Jemaya's right. I believe that it's a case of people not understanding certain things, people being very close-minded. Um, and I, I believe that it was a, a mass hysteria. But I also think that it was also some political stuff involved as well. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. I also think, too, that um, being that people back then, they didn't really understand mental illnesses at all. Um, right. So when somebody had, like, a mental illness, then you were automatically, like, cursed. That's, like, it's the you devil. Know, like, you, you, you ain't have no mental illness, bitch. What is a mental illness? You, you ain't bleeding. <laughs> you know, like... So they really looked at you like they, you were cursed. So a lot of people, I think, especially more so back then, were very, 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 very spiritual. Um, and honestly, sometimes, if not most of the time, it was for the for the worst. So, uh, so yeah, most people do associate things with satanic ritual abuse. Um, and I think an example that I have have of that was um the west memphis west memphis three and these were basically teenagers that were accused of satan satanism in the 90s um and they were wrongfully convicted on homicide charges um uh, just because they were gothic um but however they were released in 2011 at the uh, at the 18 years in prison and it was actually one of the worst cases of what happens when police rush into judgment without evidence um so mm. Yeah, which y'all, so do, do y'all think that, um, with that being said, police have always rushed into judgment without evidence? That's a good question. Uh, I, I do feel like, like, I feel like sometimes police do, like, I feel like they feel like because they are, they have the badge and they almost have this idea, like, they're above the law. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, they do rush into things without judgment, especially especially when it comes down to, like, um, anybody that is, e- that you can easily... Like pin a uh, like some some evidence on you get what I'm saying like if they're gothic and the story starts to sound right and it sounds like or they look like somebody that you can easily like pin the blame on or, or you know point the fingers at yeah it'll be easy for them to cuff somebody without sound judgment you know what I mean so it's definitely unfair but yeah I definitely think officers do that a lot mm. I think that the wrong that the wrong convictions in the United States demonstrate that I think that sometimes. Us as individuals, we have we have a theory in our head, and which we try to fit find evidence to prove that. And I feel like 
a police officer's responsibility is to not to do more than that, to find mm. probable cause, but to, to do more than what a regular person would do. And I think sometimes they, they fall short of that, which is demonstrating all the wrongful, wrongful convictions that have, convictions that have been de- demonstrated across the United States. So, mm. also think that sometimes when the the community of the people the police are in, if they're rushing to judgment and they're putting pressure on the police, the police will sometimes fall under pressure and they would just do what they're told to do. That happens a lot as well. Mm. So it's everybody's saying, hey, look, these three guys, they're suspect, they're gothic, look at them. They they did it. Then the police are going to investigate them with a biased perspective and they're going to get false confessions out of them. It happens all the time. Mm. I definitely agree because even outside of like the legal the justice system you can be judged by your peers on a social scene and be criticized and condemned to certain behavior because people think that they have proof because people think they're their own investigators and while it's helpful sometimes sometimes it's harmful mm. but yeah I definitely agree with you Kiana um, I think it's I think it's um, I think it's really crazy but it's kind of like how I, I understand like you can get you can sue the police officers or sue the city after those wrongful convictions but how else are they held accountable like you let somebody go away for 18 years and they have lost their youth they have lost their families they have lost a lot of things that money cannot buy so how can they be like what is what is right what are reparations for that I was just about to say that where are the reparations what is the reparation <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure. I think another thing we have to talk about with with that case specifically, the West Memphis 3 case, is the victims were all little boys. So that put like an extra, like, I guess you could say um, people were, at that time, since they were just little boys, they were like, somebody has to go to jail for this. Like, this has to be right now. Mm -hmm. So they were especially in a rush. Mm, That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's also though like like sometimes police are sometimes the police are just the middlemen. Like they're told by their superiors that you need to that you need to find somebody immediately. And they and then with that pressure, they get pressure to do certain things that are outside of their control. But it's kinda like who like like the accountability though, like it's still not fair. It's things it happens on a daily basis, but it's still not fair. Like I remember the um the Netflix series, When They See Us, was that it? Mm-hmm. Like they were in jail for a long time and they didn't do it, but like those they, they were young men, they weren't little boys. I don't think like I think they were like under eighteen, but they were all charged as adults for something they didn't do, and they were coerced into providing statements. Mm-hmm. That's oh. that's deep stuff. Um so I mean that kind of leads me into talking about Lil Nas X and his Satan shoes. Um and the thought, and the thought that satanic panic never really truly went away because when mm-hmm. that blew up, everybody—well, I ain't gonna say everybody, but a lot of people lost their mind. Um, yeah, yeah. So how how do y'all feel about that whole situation? Um, well, I'm not gonna lie. With Lil Nas X, it's kind of hard to tell with him because he's a troll. I I think I think I've when I when I first seen certain things like. It would be easy for me to say, like, personally, be like, oh, bro, like, nah, bro, like, he, he bugging. But as I started, like, watching, like, I, I started to just feel like he was trolling, you feel me, like, with, with, with certain things. But, however, even in being a troll, I do feel like, I do feel like some of his actions can, like, um, it is, is a product, is a reason why so much satanic panic has, has, uh, up, been uplifted. Um, you know, within within the realm of you know, at, from the time of his shoe, you know, then what was the song called Montero or Montero or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think I think his I think a lot of um what we've been seeing from him uh between those two uh, situations I, I you know I think it's a perfect example of the fact that satanic panic has never left you know um I I guess the question is how how much of an how do you guys think that those two events like could have in any way like influenced kids to want to like part you know to even try to like uh you know exemplify satanic you know um what am i trying to say like ex- exemplify satanic um actions and stuff like that like get into satanism yeah like, I would thank, say so. thank you <laughs> thank you i feel like okay. it could have been a it could have been like the last the cam the starter broke the camel's back but at the end of the day like i don't think somebody like i think he may have he could have invoked um um, inquiry into it, so students, so kids could have been like, okay, I'm interested in now. What is this that everybody keeps um, talking about? But it may have all, but that interest may have not just stemmed from the video, but also stemmed from the conversations around it. If people gave so much attention to, like, this is not okay, kids, and I have to see this because some people can just look at the video and like, oh, you trying to be like the devil? Okay, bye. Like, like you know. But um, I think it's all on who on who you are and what your background is. But I don't think he was the. I think he could have been the camel. The starter broke the camel's back, but I don't think he was the one that said, "Yeah, go go all be devils." Because then they like, if a kid don't want to listen to it, a kid's gonna want to listen to it. Because I think I, we was listening to um, sex songs in elementary school and had no understanding of what they meant. But you I right. right, and then but we didn't go and want to have orgies. We just listened to the music. We didn't think much, nothing much of it. But if I would have seen more adults having conversations about, it, I would that would have piqued my interest. Not saying little little Niles is um is exempt from blame but mm-hmm. his behavior is something that, like the people do take take and they within that conversation that rhetoric that we keep on having about his behaviors that may push through kids to um see look more into it and it's and it's not wrong to have conversations about it because in the day if you don't if you don't acknowledge it what does that mean mm-hmm. you know? and it, it, but I do think it provides an opportunity for, for parents to have a conversation with their children or to provide that space about what it means from their interpretation because like we said we're uh, some of the ways we're socialized is through our parents through our family through music through entertainment through wow. the news so the more he was on the news about everything he was doing he just got more popular just like y'all remember that song WAP they mm. made they, were, they went platinum or diamond one of the two they made a lot of records because of the, it, the circulation of it like people don't know what it is till you're talking about it you know mm-hmm. that's a good point yeah that was ooh dropping gems <laughs> And wait a minute. What was your initial question? What mine? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was saying like, um, oh god. Oh okay. I was saying that um, like, do we like really think that like, um, like, dang, what did I say? Something. It was something around the lines of like, do we think that this stuff can really influence like music and like anything we see, like any type of. Thing that may look like say like um, Satanism or anything. Do we really I think like music, could. movies, video games can really influence like not just kids but anybody to want to like exude that energy? Um, I agree, Terrell. I I think so. I think so. Yeah, you also said you was asking like the like the little Nas's um satanic shoes and music videos. Do y'all think that also contribute to it? And like mm-hmm. I don't, like, and that's why I was saying like I don't think he's free from blame, but I do think the way we react also was a part of the issue. Mm-hmm. That makes right. sense too. That makes sense too. Uh, I really think that we've had this conversation before about how I feel about um promotion and what we see on TV. I do think that certain things are put out there to get a certain reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I do think it is dependent on the person. So for example, 
um, there was a study that was done in a movie theater, and I told you guys about this before, where they flashed like some soda or a candy bar on the screen. Some people got up to go get it. Some people didn't. I really feel like it's a thing where um, it really is dependent on the type of person and how they're how they will react to it personally. Mm. Um, that means that people should be able to put anything out there for kids to see who are very impressionable. Of course not. But that goes into people are going to post what they people are going to do what they want to do. But you need to be having conversations with your kids about what what they're looking at, explaining to them in a way so, they, so that they can understand. And I right. think you having as many issues um, that you have with this whole panic that you think that Satan's going to come and snatch your kids. That's mm-hmm. I feel like. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you said, oh, my bad. Go ahead, Terrell. Oh, like, <laughs> um, I was just going to say, in my opinion, I mean, I think it can affect kids and adults alike because I, I feel like like energies attract like energies. Um. Because, I mean, I feel like even if you're a kid and like like how Jemiah was saying before, like we 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 listen to the songs or whatever, but we don't really necessarily know what it means. But we still but, you know, I don't mean, we necessarily going to do it if it's talking about an orgy or whatever. You know, we just going about a business. But there are some kids and even some adults where they get real into it and they look look it up and then. They just get real into it. Um, because mm. I remember seeing this one um story where it was this guy, you know, this kid and his his mom, and she was going through all kinds of abuse, and he was going through all kinds of abuse. But then they ended up getting away from that, and they ended up getting their own life together. But to cope, they ended up playing like this game, some kind of board game, vampire game. It was kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and they got real freaking into it. Like they was like on some real live vampire ish. Like they really felt like they were some vampire for real. Um, so they came up with this whole cult and everything. And the 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 guy he over here like um slicing you know himself and slicing other people and sharing blood and drinking blood and it is a whole bunch of crap. So. It, so to go back to what Kiana's saying, it definitely depends on the individual. Um, so, I, so with that being said, I definitely think it can affect people and just just people in general. It just depends on your environment and your mindset as an individual. So yeah, like 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 who's receiving the information? Right. That's that's what I got to say about it. That's true. And it's I I agree with everything y'all have been saying, but it's, I think it's also on like. On like the app, the, the um avenues they're receiving in, because some people, some kids, or some people, are as individuals trust other sources than more than others. Like you, your child, because you can have a conversation with your parent. I know I might like backtrack on what I said, but like you can have a conversation with your parent about like not doing drugs, but your friends tell you doing drugs is fun. You gonna do it my, nine times out of ten, maybe. Yeah, I agree. So, that's a hey, no lie. Like that's a really good point. Like it's, yeah, it is the source is really big because like. Do Jemaya, do you remember we were watching that movie uh, with Pete Davidson in it and um the guy that plays on Lock and Key? Yeah. I forgot his yeah. name. And and so he he, you know, the Pete Davidson in the movie, he he um he was, you know, got him he uh, got him to like selling weed and he was only like sixteen years old, got him to selling weed at this party and he but he didn't really want to do it. You know, he was like he was like, yo, I'm not trying to get caught, I'm not trying to get in trouble, I don't really want to do it. Um other people at the party was telling him like, yo, do it, like, like do it. And, you know, I remember him saying no at some points, 
But then, like, Pete, it, Pete Davidson could get through to him when other people couldn't, basically. You know what I mean? Like, certain, mm. pe- certain people could get through to him. Like, even he even said yes to some of the people at the party, but certain people could get through to him, um, you know, um, easier than other people could. So, yeah, mm. the source is very important. That's 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 real. Yeah. I ain't think about that. That's that's a good one. That's real. Okay. So, you pretty much agree. We pretty much all think that it is sort of dependent on the person and the source of the material that they're seeing we all agree on that oh no 100 percent. yeah, yeah it's a lot of, it's a lot of sources that come into play yeah and i also think it's a big pull in society and pull and push on christianity or like religion like i don't understand what it, okay i understand what it is but i don't understand what it is like if y'all have i don't know if y'all notice this either what i'm about to say but tell me if y'all do People like hold religion to a certain standpoint, like the way how they pull into different movies, kids shows, music. Like, so people don't play about religion, but it's like you can use religion as a tool to oppress mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. elevate. Like, it's, it can be used so many different ways to be manipulated, so many ways, but we we put so much value on it in the society. But why do y'all think that is? Because like I know we have satanic satanic panic in Christianity. Like, satanic panic is, is essentially like the opposite of it. So it's like. Why would these people be so upset about their children going to it? Like, is it saying they're going to kill people? Like, what is the associations y'all think come with it? But, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that was deep. Uh, I'm kind of, kind of stumped on that. <laughs> I, I think there, there are a lot of things that go into play with satanic panic. Um, I just think that it's... How can I say this? I think that when when you grow up in a religion and you're just taught that so many things are wrong, some things that you don't understand, um, anything that slightly touches that you're going to think is the devil. <laughs> like I've heard that all my life, like everything is a devil that you don't understand. So um, I think it's, it's a lot of things. So I can't say what those things are. I think it's just it's a lot of things. I, I, me personally, I don't know how to answer the question. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that had me stumped. That was good. <laughs> it's deep. <laughs> I would have to ask somebody who grew up at that time, like, do you remember this? Do you remember people being so, like, pretty much hysterical about this this irrational fear that the devil was coming to get their children? Re- really, like, I think, Kiana, the point you made kind of, like, seals, like, seals it. Like, I think it's, it's all de- it all depends on what people were taught, you know, because mm-hmm. there are legit some some Satanists out there that say they don't literally believe in a Satan or a devil, but y'all got to like really look into Satanism. Like there, some people really, they say, yo, we don't literally believe in a Satan or a devil. It's just like, mm. it's like a way, it's almost like they say, I can't remember mm-hmm. verbatim. I don't want to get to lying, but I, if I remember clearly, it's like, it's like a way of life or like a code that they live by, like something, something. Do but, that will. Exactly. Thank you. It's like, it's like a symbol. It's like, it's like a symbol as of to like how they live. You feel me? So, um, it's all, it's all, it all falls on the ground of like what you believe. Like what I believe is bad. John across the street might not believe it's bad. You know, everybody has, everybody got like a different idea of morals and ethics. So, uh, that's, that's when life can get really tricky. But, um, but yeah, like I think what you said seals it. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a great uh, crush, uh, great question, by the way, Jemaya. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> Thank y'all.